I'm not the ty- the type of person that Daryl was describing last night. I have never had that experience where I felt like Jesus said to me personally, like, Michael, I love you. It might surprise many of you. I just never have. I've always wanted that to be the case. My older sister, Kate, uh, who got saved about a year after me, uh, she had that experience about, I don't know, eight years ago. And when she told me, I was very envious, like, I've always wanted it. And I believe, providentially, the Lord has not done that for me uh, because, have you been with me, you notice I'm on the emotional side. And because we emotional types are very feelings-oriented, I really believe that the Lord has not given me that experience because he wants me to trust in the text, in the text alone, because of the way I'm wired. That's the only way, th- th- reason I can surmise why he hasn't given me that experience. Um, I, you know me by now that I absolutely love being in his presence and cuddling with him, and there's that sweetness. And I don't know if that's me loving him or him loving me. I don't know. But I know that's what life is all about, and nothing else matters. And I also am very aware that I would have no uh, affinity or love toward him unless he loved me first. So, But as far as having what Dee was talking about last night, I just haven't. And um, but But what... I do what it does do is I go to certain texts, uh, you know that, and I remind myself: doubt his love, remember his blood. Doubt his love, remember his love. I would dare say that I feel more often that he doesn't love me than that he does. Now catch what I said: I feel. Mm-hmm. You see. So the Lord is using that to get me, you know, connected to the text. Michael, what does the text say? How do you feel? What does the text say? And there are certain texts that he used um, to um, really save my life. Uh, when 20 so years ago, I wanted to take it and uh, while I was doing ministry. But let me give you one of the anchors of the, of the scriptures that is... Uh, the golden chain of salvation, as it has been coined centuries ago, is Romans chapter 8, verses 29 and 30. I've often said you could just stay in those two verses for a year and it wouldn't hurt you. Um, there's so much there. And I have given that, uh, uh, the, expounded on that, it, typically, traditionally, at camp on Friday mornings for many years, and even a counselor in New England texted me last week, Timmy Duffner, and said how much he, he missed, you know, he missed it. And so anyway, but there's another golden chain that I call the golden chain of John, and it's John chapter 6. And let me say this for in case you haven't heard about the golden chain of uh, Romans 8, where it deals with a Christian's uh, a Christian's salvation from eternity past where God foreknew you. It's not foreknowing what you would be or do. That's not foreknowledge in God's eyes. It, God foreknew you. In other words, just like the same principle, uh, Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. There's that intimacy. It's God setting his affection either on a nation, like he did with Israel, Deuteronomy 10.15, uh, or on an individual. And in Romans chapter nine, chapter eight, verse twenty-nine, he's talking about his affection that he's setting on a group of people, and it deals with him foreknowing them in eternity past. And based on that, he don't get scared. He predestined them. 
He set their destiny beforehand. Would you not want God having a plan for you in eternity past? He makes it up as you as you proceed through life? Of course not. And those that he predestined, what did he do? He foreknew them, he predestined them, and then what did he do? And then on the day that you got saved, he called you. In other words, he summoned you to, to himself. And at that instant, then it says, those whom he summoned or called to himself, he justified. You were given the righteousness of Jesus Christ and all of your unrighteousness was washed away completely and forever by his blood. Then what happened? Then all of those whom he justified, he glorified. The glorification, the perfection of the spirit, the glorification of the body. So it goes from eternity past to eternity future. Now here's the key and why it's called the chain. It's talking about the same group of people. No one's added to it, no one's taken out of it. So the foreknowing in eternity past to the glorification in eternity future, that's why it's the golden chain. And I have a metal golden chain, five links, uh, that I've had for many, many years. And, and years ago when I gave this devotion, I even bought gold plastic chain at Home Depot. And for any staff who wanted their own little golden chain, I cut it with plastic and gave them five links. Um, so that's the golden chain of Romans chapter 8. But chapter 9, chapter 6 of John has one too. Verse 36 says that Jesus said basically, you have seen me, but you still don't believe in me. How many of you have ever wondered or wished, oh, I wish I could have lived in Jesus' time, and if I would have seen him, then I would have believed. No, you wouldn't. For that to be true, you'd have to have a different nature than these people had. Uh, and you got a different one other than they had, but when I last I checked, we're all from the same father, from Adam, the same sin nature. You would have done the same things they did. And there's only one reason that those who didn't do that, who didn't re reject and not believe in Jesus, who saw him in the flesh and heard him audibly and touched him, Jesus gives the reason why. All that the Father gives me will come to me. And the one who comes to me, I will certainly not cast out. The reason that the certain people did not not believe in Jesus is because the Father gave them to him as a reward for his suffering. And then Jesus says, verse 37, 38, For I have come not down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Well, what is the will of him who sent me? Verse 39, this is the will of, of him who sent me, that of all that he has given me, there it is again. Well, where did, when did the Father give me to Jesus? Well, we know from Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, before the foundation of the world, the Father chose us in Christ. And, and, that's, that's, and then Romans 9, 23, we are vessels of mercy. If you being in the kingdom of God and a child of God has anything to do with you, you're not a vessel of mercy. You're a vessel of deservation. You did something or would be something that, oh, I'm so glad they did that. Now I can choose them to be mine. Well, that's not mercy. You know, God basically had to because of what you were or did. That's not mercy. Uh, we're all from the same lump of clay, Romans 9 says. All dead in trespasses and sin. And dead people don't do anything but lay there dead. If they do anything, they're not dead. They're very sick, but they're not dead. You know, so it's absolute sovereign mercy. So what does it say? This is the will of him who sent me. Of all that he has given me, I lose nothing. So remember, in eternity past, Father gave you to Jesus. And watch, 
of all of those that Father gave me in eternity past before the foundation of the world, 923 of Romans, whom he prepared beforehand for glory, I don't lose any of them. Just like Romans 8, he said of all of those he justified, he glorified. So John is confirming what Paul said. Um, and well, John, of course, through the words of the Lord Jesus himself, and I will raise them up on the last day. These are things that I go to and the way I'm wired uh, that to assure myself of the love of God for me. You know, I just got to go on the text because, again, I'm all over the place constantly with emotions and feelings. You know, and my, my precious wife, uh, never once, we've been dating since 1975, never once ever have I ever seen Kim doubt that God loved her. Ever. And, and she got saved when she was five and a half. But I'm... So, Michael, why are you in the ministry? I know, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, God chooses the weak things of this world, doesn't he, to confound the wise. So this is what I find great comfort in.